In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Hello and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and welcome to our first new show of 2019. So I hope everybody had a great new year and welcome to our listeners. We do have listeners from all over the world. Uh, So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be listening from. And if you're new, let me tell you what this series is about. Leadership Beyond Borders is about the impact digitalization and globalization is having on our organizations and what this impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive long-term success in today's economy. In this series, we have talked about everything from business issues such as artificial intelligence and data protection regulations to leadership issues such as gender balance, generational management, and business values that may impact your organization or your individual career. So download us on iTunes. In November last year, we ranked number four on iTunes, and we're also on Google Play. And download us because in this series, you can listen to great advice, leadership success stories that can you can learn from, stories that can, can motivate you, stimulate new ideas, and possibly even be the key to your future. I invite you to connect with me. Send me your thoughts and insights to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Connect with me on my website, leadershipbeyondborders.net. Tell me what you want to hear about. If you're in a leadership position or aspire to be in one, regardless if your business is international or local, make sure you join us each week and we will make sure that you take away something useful for your business or yourself. Now, today we're going to talk about something very useful. We're going to talk about how important thought leadership is. Now, thought leadership is all about having the answers to the biggest questions on the minds of your target audience. It's about sharing unique perspectives on topics relevant to certain audiences that have an interest. Thought leadership becomes effective when the passion and the expertise of the thought leader coincides with the interests of the audience. Thought leadership is important in all aspects of life, but it's also important in companies, in both B2C and the B2B world. This also means it's important for leaders and entrepreneurs to engage in thought leadership. With today's rapidly changing global economy, thought leadership content can help leaders gain alignment across their company and alignment with their customers. Thought leadership can come from any source, okay? It does not have to come to one place. It can come from executives, customers, product managers, designers, customer service reps, salespeople, anybody. We all have knowledge and experience, and we all have a point of view. But ultimately, thought leaders need to inspire. They need to take their audience to the next level and take them on a journey. And our guest today is a thought leader on the subject of thought leadership and how both companies and entrepreneurs can engage in thought leadership. Mindy Gibbons-Klein is a multi-award winning international speaker, author, and thought leadership strategist. Her flagship book, 24 Karat Bold, outlines the four attributes found in true thought leaders. Her latest book, The Thoughtful Leader, takes leadership, thought leadership to a new level. Co-founder and CEO of Real Thought Leaders, The Book Midwife, and Panama Press, Mindy has authored and co-authored eight books. She is also a regular contributor to the business press on thought leadership and raising your profile. Mindy's clients have successfully written and published more than 500 books and hundreds of bold and opinionated articles positioning themselves as real thought leaders in their field. As a regular media contributor, Mindy is often featured in national and specialist press. She is a trained coach, hosts an MBA in international business, and has taught the postgraduate diploma course for the Chartered Institute of Marketing in the United Kingdom. Prior to founding the book Midwife in 2001, Mindy built up over 18 years' experience in the corporate world, 
mostly running marketing departments. She was recently a finalist business person of the year, also a finalist in FSB awards and a finalist in Coach Mentor Women Inspiring Women Awards. She's the previous winter winner of Enterprising Business East of England Business Champions and a winner of Specialist Coach of the Year Association and Professional Coaches and Trainers. So, Mindy, thank you for taking the time and welcome to the show. Thanks a lot, Kimberly. Mindy, let's just start out with a very, very um, broad question because because you're working with all these leaders all the time. Let's start out with, you know, what what are you seeing? What has changed in, in leadership over the last 20 years? Has there been a shift in how leaders lead? Um, absolutely. So there's, there's several shifts that I've noticed. How leaders lead, um, I think, the, the people being led, the leadies, <laughs> the followers, the leadies. <laughs> are more discerning and demanding and less patient. And that's just the nature of our society, isn't it, Kimberly? I mean, you know, everything's fast-paced. Uh, if people don't have immediate answers, you know, things have already shifted to the next place. So the, the leaders really need to be agile, to use that trendy word. Um, to pivot, to use that trendy word, um, you know, they, this is this is not something where people can coast and take their time. It used to be, I think, people would take, you know, decades to build up their career and move up the ladder and, and then finally be a leader. Now, you, as you said before in the introduction, we find leaders coming from all different uh, parts, all different walks of life and parts of the organization. So that's what's changed. Mm-hmm. And and being agile and and pivoting, I mean that that kind of goes with this this global economy and the digital economy. And and do you believe how much has the digital world affected on the kind of behaviors leaders have to show in today's economy? Well, the the area of leadership that I work in, as you know, is more about the profile, your profile as a leader. So mm-hmm. your day to day behaviors in your business. Um, a lot of that is uh, face-to-face and offline as opposed to online. But the minute we get into the online world, then you are being seen and heard and hopefully noticed by lots of people all over the world. That's the most interesting thing because whatever you do in your little part of the world, you can have a profile like a shadow that's much bigger that goes well beyond your little local sphere and your sphere of influence can grow exponentially. This is the beautiful thing about the digital world. It's also the dangerous thing because um, blogging, for example, just to use something people understand, blogging uh, opened up all kinds of people to be able to be seen and read and heard and, and you know liked and comments. But also when people blog without thinking, it's out there. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, it's very hard to retract or impossible sometimes. So I think we, re- we require a bit more thought now in our thought leadership, and hence why I write and speak about that now. It, it's wonderful that the digital world has opened up all these opportunities, but we, it also requires a bit of caution if you want to make sure that you are seen for the things you want to be seen for and known for the things you want to be known for. Mm-hmm. And that's how thought leadership fits into this. Right, because you're, you know, you're out there. You're blogging, possibly as a leader. Um, you have an internal face. You have a digital face. So, where does thought leadership actually fit into this whole leadership profile, the new well, leadership profile? Thought leadership, first of all, it's a term that's become used all over the place. Maybe overused, maybe abused. When I first started using the term ten years ago. People had not really heard about it. It started in academia, and it's it's now morphed into something that's a lot more commonplace. Unfortunately, a lot of people use the term, and it doesn't even describe real thought leadership. They just say, oh, yes, we need some thought leadership from, from the exec team. What they mean is they need some articles. So mm-hmm. people shouldn't use the term unless it really is truly original, exciting, disruptive content, uh, because otherwise it loses its meaning. Well, it, it already has, in my opinion. And, and then what happens is the minute a concept like thought leadership or any concept gets commoditized, then it, it, you need to break away and create a new level. Otherwise, it, it's not special. So 
what leaders need to be thinking about is, you know, whether they're willing to do what's required, to put in the thought that's required to come up with truly interesting, original, exciting new content or not, possibly not. I mean, you know, this is this is something that is a choice. Thought leadership is a choice. Uh, so, you know, it's not for everybody. But I, I think that if more leaders would aspire to do this, they can accelerate their progress in the organization and beyond. Well, the, I, I completely agree with you, Mindy, but I want to come back to something that you said because I thought it was really interesting. You said you said that that also this thought leadership has to be something special or something innovative or something, you said, disruptive. What do you mean by that? Well, what I mean is um, if people are just talking or writing, if they're creating content which doesn't say anything new, then it's just content. It's just noise. They're just adding to the noise. And this is the the unhelpful thing that I see going on because everybody feels so empowered, because the ubiquitous nature of blogging and because it's so easy and accessible and free, everybody's doing blogs and writing articles, doing videos, everybody's talking and yakking. And it, it becomes even harder to find the needle in the haystack, the real gems. So my work is all about encouraging and pushing leaders to be more thoughtful about their content and to push for real thought leadership, truly innovative ideas and not settle for any me too ideas or anything that doesn't add any value. Now, Mm -hmm. this is subjective, of course. We could spend a whole hour talking about this. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I know we can't, but we could. And it, but that's my passion. You mentioned the word passion before. If there's something I'm passionate about is not wasting people's time with content that doesn't add any value. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about content, Mindy, so, uh, you know, if you're a leader and you have a certain area of expertise, does this, does this content usually have to be related to your area of expertise or do you find that some people go out of their areas and maybe become more innovative because they're thinking about something else or do you really need to focus on something you really know about? Well, you need to figure out what your objective is. So like with so many things in life, uh, it's helpful to start with the end in mind. And Mm. I think the, the thing that most people don't understand or appreciate is that they do have deep expertise in their area of expertise. That's why they're experts. That's why they're leaders in that area. So um, what I've seen is that many people are relying on their role, their job title, their, you know, I have 15 years in the industry. And that's part of it. That's so in real thought leaders, one of the uh, one of the criteria is that you're an authority, and that's a big word. Uh, mm-hmm. And to be an authority, it it does require some skills, some experience, maybe some qualifications, not necessarily. But the thing that people don't value enough are beliefs and opinions. These exciting opinions and beliefs. This is where you know the stuff that makes people think, and that's where if they can pull these things together in a compelling way, then they can have a lot more traction in their part of the market. That's what I'm talking about. Not just, I've got 28 years in marketing, so so what? So what? <laughs> so do a lot of other people, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, that's <yeah>. true, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. No, that makes, that makes a really lot of sense. And, um, Mindy, we're going we're gonna to take a short break here. And when we come back, I, I'd like to just follow through on that subject a little bit and, and ask you, um, you know, about what it takes to be a thought leader. And then I'd like to talk about your book, your first book, 24 mm-hmm. Karat Bold. So for our listeners, we are speaking with Mindy Gibbons-Klein, a multi-award winning international speaker, author, and thought leadership strategist. Her flagship book, 24 Karat Bold, outlines the four attributes found in true thought leaders. And her latest book, The Thoughtful Leader, takes thought leadership to another level. Mindy can be reached at www.mindygk.com. She's also on Facebook under Mindy.GibbonsKlein. She has Twitter handles under MindyGK and at BookMidwife. And LinkedIn, she's under MindyGibbonsKlein. And also on YouTube, you can see Mindy under MindyGibbonsKlein. 
So with that, Mindy, we're going to take a short break. Um, For my listeners, I'm Kimberly Lewis, CEO and leadership business trainer. And you can contact me with questions and comments at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or join our LinkedIn group at Leadership Beyond Borders or go to my website, leadershipbeyondborders.net. With that, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about who can become thought leaders and, you know, what it takes to become a thought leader. And we're going to talk about your book, 24 Karat Bold. Be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CTN CIO Talk Network, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experience with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive, better care for customers, and improve the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjog All at CIO Talk Network. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's business channel. And today we're speaking with Mindy Gibbons-Klein, a multi-award winning international speaker, author, and thought leadership strategist. Her flagship book, 24 Karat Bold, outlines the four attributes found in true thought leaders. And her latest book, The Thoughtful Leader, takes thought leadership to another level. Now, before the break, Mindy, we were just talking generally about thought leadership and why this is important and what thought leadership is. And I wanted to to ask a follow-up question because you said – I, I asked you, you know, what does it have to be? Does it have to be about a subject? And, you know, we talk, We both know there's a lot of people out there talking about a lot of things because people like to hear themselves today. <laughs> um, but <laughs> really, we'll do, okay? Uh, but you talked about it has to be, you know, op- have beliefs, um, have opinions. So, so does that take a certain amount of courage to get out there? Because, uh, you know, are you finding that maybe some leaders are a little bit timid at doing that and or what's your experience as you start to work with some of the leaders does it take a little bit of bravery to do this so the word courage is interesting because when i started researching thought leadership more than 10 years ago uh that was in the definition even the academics said Mm. that it's about having the courage to share your ideas um, and be recognized by your peers and mentors. So I took issue with that in 24 Karat Bold, and I said, well, it's not just your peers and mentors. We're not in an academic institution. We're in the real world, in the business world. So we need our clients, customers, prospects. We need the market or the industry to take notice. And um, But yes, the first bit is about having the courage to share 
your exciting new ideas. That That is at the heart of it. Um, there's a really lovely cartoon. I had some cartoons done for 24 Karat Bold, and I asked for one to be done that really, I think, sums it up. And you see a guy walking up to the podium on the stage, and he's saying, you may not like what I have to say, and he's got a target on his back. <laughs> So, you know, that's, that's good. But if you don't feel like that, if you're not willing to put that target on your back and say, fine, shoot me, but this is important and this is what I want to say, then maybe you're not ready to be a thought leader because, um, you know, when you say something truly bold, 24 karat bold, um, not everybody's going to agree with you. It's really lovely to polarize people. You'll have big fans on your side and you'll have haters as well. Mm-hmm. So, so that, so to sum that up, then probably everybody's not caught, cut out to be a thought leader. Would you say, I mean, um, it's just not something that, you know, every person can do or is it's it necessary? It's really not necessary that everybody be a leader, much less a thought leader. Um, uh, you know, too many Indians, or no, too many chiefs. Anyway, it's yeah. just, <laughs> I know, <laughs> gotcha. you know what I mean? um, yeah. not, you know, who, who would be following, right? It'd be chaos. I mean, we do get that, you know, in an ego driven society, we get a lot more people aspiring to be leaders, but I think it shakes out naturally, Kimberly. I think people mm-hmm. find their place where they can lead and they don't have to lead in every single aspect of their life or business. The, the problem is in business, in the corporate world, let's just talk about somebody who's really trying to build, maintain and build their career. They, they think that they're doing a great job, but things are moving really fast, as we said before. Mm-hmm. And there's other really great people who are trying to shine and, and being seen and being noticed. And so then you have to try harder and then it's, just it becomes like a, a one of these whack-a-mole games. And somebody's always popping up where you know you need to yeah. whack them. And <laughs> uh, you know, there's always another opportunity to to leapfrog to where you want to be, and it's tiring. And some people are not willing to play that game. I have seen a lot more people retiring early or um, getting out of corporate. I think they call them corporate refugees, mm-hmm. and uh, starting their own business. Just because you know they just don't want to or can't play that game anymore. And I can understand that. I left corporate 17 years ago and I admire people who are still in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. No, I love, I love the whack-a-mold. I, I'm, that's going to, that's going to be in my mind now forever. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so let me just, let, let's go a little bit when we're talking about who can be a thought leader or not, let's go to your book on uh, 24 karat bold. And in that book, you talk about um, what leaders need to do be- to become thought leaders. And you, you talk about, real thought leaders. So yes. could you could you explain that a little bit to us? Yeah, absolutely. So real is an acronym. Some people like acronyms. Uh, great. Some people don't. Tough, because I'm going to go through it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it stands for reach, engagement, authority, and longevity. So the R stands for reach. And I think everybody understands this. It's very hard to be a legend in your own living room, you know, to only go so far. So in this day and age, in the digital age, you know, there's so many opportunities. And what people need to think about is how far do they want to reach? Where do they want to reach? You know, I recently, in the past five years, uh, I've shifted my own geographic reach to do a lot more work back in the U.S. where I was born. And um, I've got a growing market in Zurich, Dubai, certain key areas that require my attention but I had to think about that strategically so I was thinking oh I'd like to build up South Africa and I was just spreading myself too thin if you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and so this is about stopping and thinking okay where do I need to extend my reach it's definitely possible to extend your reach it's better Um, you have more opportunities it's cheaper easier more accessible than ever you know with the internet Um, So the R, extending your reach, is something to think about and do it strategically. And hand in hand with that comes engagement. And engagement means that you're not just known by a lot of people, but that they're actually engaging with you. And as I said before, the market and everybody that you're talking to, they're more demanding now. They require uh, better answers. They, They really require good content or else they'll just switch the channel, <laughs> you know, the, right. watching someone else, you, you, you can't guarantee somebody's attention or engagement. So it's up to the thought leader or aspiring thought leader to have a strategy and to really think about what's the best way to engage with those people, your 
target market or ideal clients, as I prefer to call them. And those two things can already take you much, much further than than ever before because you know so many markets are open to us new platforms new tools um, and just a new way of doing business and um, and then the other two authority and longevity is what you do with that reach and engagement so it, it's all very well to have a platform and to have a hundred thousand followers subscribers etc but if you're not saying anything of interest it's kind of wasted so authority is all about pushing your thinking and pushing yourself to put across that real authority. And as I say, it's a combination of your experience, skills, ideas, beliefs, opinions. It's, it's saying something new and really not giving up and, and not settling for anything less. So then people do start take, to take notice. And longevity is what happens when they do. So longevity is a book that you've written that goes you know, that just goes well beyond what you can possibly do on a, an interview or an article or something that has a longer life, hence the word longevity. Um, and also people talking about you or, or you know, you coming up um, on various uh, award finalist lists or um, the list of the top 100, whatever. So that's really what you want to aim for. If you want to be a thought leader, then to do it strategically. And those are just four ideas. I'm sure there are others, but it made a nice, neat acronym uh, and we say you could be a real thought leader with that. And, you know, that sounds great. <laughs> no. No, that, that, that's, I really like the acronym. And, and um, let, me, let me just come back to reach for a minute because, because it's so tempting in this global environment to say, you know, I'm just going to put this on social media. I'm going to put this on LinkedIn. I'm going to do this. And I'm just going to make sure I'm targeting everyone and everybody sees me. Um, how do you, you know, when you decided yourself that I'm going to focus on um, U.S., Dubai, um, Switzerland, how, how did you go about that? Was it because you had certain engagement there already and then you used it or, or what made, what was behind that decision process? Oh, there's usually a kernel of something I find in my case, you know, I mean, I've got lots of contacts everywhere, but when you see something starting to happen, it, it's a question of whether you want to pursue that. Um, in the case of uh, Dubai, for example, I had one client who introduced me to another client who introduced me to two more. All of a sudden, I had a little cluster of, of clients in that region. And so there I was becoming known and getting some engagement in that region. So, you know, that was fun and exciting. So I thought, okay, we'll do more of this. Uh, other times you're pushing and pushing and it's just not happening. It's like pushing water uphill. And any of the listeners who are nodding along and thinking, yeah, I've just, I've really been trying to go into the fintech sector, or I've really been trying to be known in Spain or whatever, and it's not happening. Maybe take a step back and you know, maybe there's another way to approach it, another approach, another market, just, just another strategy, because we can't control absolutely everything. We, you know, strategy is brilliant. And I, I feel most people don't do enough strategizing, and, and which is why you know, you exist, I exist, you know, all of us wonderful consultants helping people do the things that they wouldn't do naturally. But sometimes all the strategy in the world can't make it happen for you. There's just factors outside of our control. So this is another whole theory. This is another book I'm working on. And um, I have noticed that you can push and push and push. But, it, you know, when it's when it stops being fun, perhaps mm -hmm. take a step back and, and, you know, think about, another way to approach it where you can still achieve that goal or a slightly different goal. And you can still be a thought leader, but perhaps in a different way or with a different group of people, you know, the, the possibilities are unlimited. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. That may, that makes a really lot of sense. And that, that also goes with um, engagement and just, we've talked about a little bit about content and so how, obviously that is so relevant to engagement, but what other things are relevant to engagement in getting people engaged? So one of the things that I, I wrote about in 24 Karat Bold is um, just doing something extra. So, for example, it's very, very easy to post something and broadcast on social media, like you said. Um, it's, it takes a little bit more time and effort to send a private message or an email. It takes mm -hmm. a bit more effort still to pick up the phone and call someone or organize, you know, schedule a chat have a Skype call or whatever. And it takes even more effort to put 
an actual uh, appointment into your calendar and meet with someone face to face. And so if you think about that in the olden days, right, it was only face to face. We had phones. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I've had phones all, all my yeah. life. And right. then, you know, email and internet came in. But it's not exactly the same. And so true engagement requires a bit more thought. <laughs> it requires a bit more thought and um, appreciation of the other person and the way they like to engage. You know, I don't mind talking on the phone. I find it very efficient, but I love meeting people face to face. It's not always practical. So just to, you know, true, true engagement may require a bit more effort. I suppose that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can see that, especially today in the, we get lazy because we can send an SMS, we can send an email and we don't have to pick up the phone, but you're right. Um, I like to pick up the phone because I like to hear the person's voice and I have a completely different feeling when I talk to them in person as I do through an email. And I think that's one of the things. Yeah, 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 it's completely different. So sorry to interrupt, but I I was just thinking about the internet. It's not all bad. You know, when I do a LinkedIn post, um, I can't guarantee any engagement. I I might not even get one like. Mm. I do get likes and comments, especially comments. This is where, even if I'm busy, I usually try to say thank you right on the thread and get into an engagement or see if they'll add me as a contact or see if I can, you know, because that person's taken their time to read what you've said and sent a comment. If you don't say anything and you don't even like their comment, Mm -hmm. it's rude. Um, And so engagement is an old fashioned quality. Uh, I'm a bit of a, an old fashioned girl, bit of a baby boomer just on the tail end. And, you know, I think we can do these things. We can do a lot better. Mm-hmm. And that, and that, Mindy, that that engagement also is directly related to longevity. Okay, because you get people the sticking factor because you've connected with them, you talk to them, and then they they remain with you. Is 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 that your experience? Yeah, I mean, when when I was writing about longevity, it's about getting the person to keep you front of mind, even when you're not mm-hmm. there and you know in yeah. front of them. So that's why I'm a big proponent of physical media, you know, books, obviously, I have a few book businesses where we help people do their books, but it's really about anything physical, um, promotional items, something with your branding on it, you think, oh, for oh, that's a luxury, and maybe, but maybe when it's raining and they open your umbrella compared to someone else's, they will think of you and your brand, maybe. You know, there's all kinds of ways to stay in people's minds. And and I think if you want to be there long term, then it has to be something physical. That's what I think. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, Mindy, we're going to take a short break here. Um, And for our listeners, we are talking with Mindy Gibbons-Klein. She's a multi-award winning international speaker, author, thought leadership strategist. Her flagship book, 24 Karat Bold, and we've just been talking about that, outlines the four attributes and that's real, uh, what we just said, which was, was reach, engagement, authority, and longevity, and we've been talking about that. And when we come back, I'd like to talk about your new book, Mindy, The Thoughtful Leader, which actually takes thought leadership to another level. Now, if our listeners, if you want to reach Mindy, you can reach her at www.mindygk.com. She's also on Facebook under Mindy.GibbonsKlein, on Twitter to Twitter handles at MindyGK, and at Book Midwife, on LinkedIn under Mindy Gibbons-Klein, and also on YouTube. So you can see Mindy under Mindy Gibbons-Klein. And I'm your host, Kimberly Lewis. You're listening to Leadership Beyond Borders on the Voice America Business Channel. And you can connect with me with questions on leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or join our LinkedIn group at Leadership Beyond Borders or go to my website, leadershipbeyondborders.net. And with that, we're going to take a short break and then be right back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? 
Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. If you are interested in the business of rental equipment, be sure to check out Rental Equip Talk Radio with host Donald Charbonnet. We talk to some of the top names in the rental industry, as well as cover topics that include safety, training, fleet management, legal issues, and more. We'll also cover the history and future of the rental equipment industry. Rental Equip Talk Radio can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's business channel. And today we're talking with Mindy Gibbons-Klein, a multi-award winning international speaker, author, and thought leadership strategist. Her flagship book, 24 Karat Bold, outlines the four attributes found in true thought leaders. And we just talked about those attributes. And her latest book, The Thoughtful Leader, takes thought leadership to a new level. So we've just talked about 24 karat bold and the four attributes, uh, Mindy. Now, why don't you just tell us, you know, first, what moved you to write the new book after 24 karat bold? Sure. Well, 24 karat bold was um, pretty exciting because it was one of the first books on thought leadership. It got an endorsement from Seth Godin. It was it's stunning in the fact that it opened me up to lots of opportunities. Um, in the first month of the book, I spoke in Hawaii. I was invited all over the place, and it, it really took my business to a new level. So it, it was wonderful, and people had never thought about this, and they didn't know that they could have a strategy and aspire to be a thought leader. People thought it was an accident, or I don't know what they thought. But then, as I said before, people started using the term, and, and we always need to be careful about throwing terms around, uh, especially if we don't really know what they mean and we shouldn't speak in jargon and all of that. We know that. But people just started saying thought leader. He's a thought leader. I thought, oh, that's some thought leadership. And it and it wasn't. I mean, this is my opinion. It's all subjective anyway. But um, it just really started to annoy me because real thought leadership was getting lost in the noise again. And the whole point about it is that it's a chance to break away from the noise and be saying something. So if everything's lumped into the same category then what happens to the true thought leaders? They're no longer standing out. So I did what I always do, and I raised the bar. <laughs> that's, that's what my work is all about. And you know, as soon as I see anything becoming too commonplace, too overused, too commoditized, I raise the bar. And that's what the thoughtful leader was designed to do. Uh, so it, it's a call to arms. It's, it's been called Thought Leadership 2.0. It's been called, um, you know, the next level, etc. What I uh, wanted to say in that book and what I think I achieved is uh, thought leadership, true thought leadership needs real thought put in, putting into it, um, which you'd say, of course, you know, that sounds obvious. But it's a question of challenging yourself and challenging others. And um, to be thoughtful in both senses of the word makes a real impact. So it's not about shouting more loudly. It's not about saying something 
you know, that sounds clever, like some acronym or, you know, ironically. So there's no acronyms <laughs> in there. Um, no, because it, it really is about pushing yourself and pushing your thinking. So that's where I, because I've been using that phrase for a long time. That's the first time that came out in print. And I'm talking about being thoughtful. First of all, putting more thought into what you're saying. So I have a, a number of strategies in there. Oh, there is one acronym in there. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a formula called please think. And I won't go into it all now because there's six elements. But it's, it's about putting more thought into what you're saying and writing. And um, a good way to think about it is think before you speak. Think twice before you write. Think three times before you post it online. You know, this is it's going to mm-hmm. be there. Like we said before, it's it's, you know, if you just want to be seen as someone saying the same old, same old thing, if you're going to be quoting others and, you know, that's fine, but that's not thought leadership, much less thoughtful leadership. And then there's a question of how to push your thinking. And I find this really fun. And we do this with our clients. I do this on retreats and workshops. And, um, you know, I'm not afraid to say, sorry, that's not good enough. Sorry, I've heard that a million times before. Sorry, you have to try it again. And that's what people employ me for that's uh to challenge them and you know who challenges your thinking that's a rhetorical question mm-hmm. who, who challenges your thinking can you learn to challenge your own thinking i think yes but i think you need certain rules and guidelines and strategies and then there's the other side of thoughtful and that's the being considerate element so english is one of the only languages where the word thoughtful is used in two ways so thoughtful as in pensive, hmm, he's, he's a thoughtful person, but also thought, oh, wasn't that thoughtful? He bought her flowers. So what? it's really the same thing. It's about consideration or considering. It's considering something for a bit longer. It's about stopping and reflecting for a bit longer. It's about stopping and thinking about someone else. It's about stopping and thinking, hmm, I'm not sure that was the right approach. Maybe I need another approach. What should that approach be? And not settling. And so you'll hear some recurring themes here. And it, it, I always say to people, if they if they take both books, if I'm at an event and they buy both books, I say, please read 24 Karat Bold first because that's the foundation. And then if you understand that and you buy into that and you want to go to the next level, then that's what the red book is for. Um, mm-hmm. The thought leader. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, really, I really like what you just said about, you know, thinking once before you talk, thinking twice before you write, and thinking three times before you post, because I think that really hits, hits us at home today in, in this society, in this digital society. And when I think about that, you talk in your book, Mindy, you are also talking about, you know, thinking, and you're talking about winning by thinking, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and so how is winning and thinking related? Well... In this busy, busy, noisy, crowded world, everybody's shouting and there's, you know, if somebody puts a post out saying I'm looking for a web designer, I see this on Facebook and LinkedIn all the time. You know, I need a new, let's say, web designer. And you see 97 responses coming in and it's overwhelming. And then you get the people, you know, selling themselves, putting links to their own websites. It's just completely overwhelming. So um, it's about being more clever and you need to like I say you need to stop and think take a step back reflect not just jump in think about how you're phrasing something think about what could be a but you know what I know they've asked for this on Facebook maybe I'll pick up the phone Ooh, there's a novel idea mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right and, and exactly I mean it I've won business this way um, by picking up the phone because I a because I don't like taking part in these beauty pageant things where, you know, everybody's recommending someone else. And it just, I hate all that. I hate competition. That's in the book as well, if you've read it. And there's no need to compete if you just stop and think about being a bit more clever. Is there, you know, there's always another way and people will appreciate that. I am, I pride myself on not having lost my creativity, the creativity that we all have as kids and nobody's really lost it, but usually it's suppressed under many, many, many layers of conditioning. Another topic for another day. I, I am very proud of myself every time I come up with a creative solution and we get a result. That's what I mean by winning by thinking. Mm-hmm. And you also talk about uh, com- 
competing to complete. So you, that's exactly the what you just said, that example that rather than competing in these beauty pageants, which are absolutely horrible sometimes, and then, yeah. you know, just complete, complete the task. And then sometimes it ends up in your lap because you're yeah. doing, taking the right steps. Correct. Well, well, yeah. I mean, the, the reason I wrote that chapter is about um, understanding that you are already complete. So you offer a complete package. It's not right for everyone. But if you just present yourself and your ideas the way you want to, the right people will be attracted to you. So um, there's no need to compete in certain areas. It's tricky because you and I met in a corporate environment where right. there's a lot of bids and proposals and things like that going on. Now, I run four businesses, but they're all small. And none of them are in a position to uh, take days and days and weeks working on tenders. And we just, we can't work that way. So every time an opportunity comes up and they want us to, you know, complete the request for a proposal, we have to decline. And once or twice, I've won a piece of business where they said, well, I'm sorry, but it has to be through a bid process. Um, okay, if that's what you say, but could we just have a 10 minute chat? And sometimes there's another way in the door. Maybe not for that piece of business. Uh, that's the kind of thing where it's tough because you think, no, well, I, I really want this piece of business. So you end up competing in an arena that isn't even your arena. Mm-hmm. Um, I now know how to draw the line and I teach my clients to be really clear. And it is painful if, if you have mm-hmm. to say no to an opportunity and not even go for it. But what mm-hmm. I'm saying is don't even go for it if it's not your space and if it's not the way you like to work. Mm-hmm. And that that's really good advice, especially for for smaller businesses. And um, you know, when we when you talked about before of of what thought leadership meant, and I was also thinking not just what it meant, but who it was related to. So before it was either related to academics or related to to somebody CEOs or leadership, but today it's related to pretty much anybody. I mean, a lot of entrepreneurs are thought leaders, aren't they? And you've quoted um, you've quoted an interesting word in your book, uh, centerpreneur. Could you yes. tell me what that is? Sure. Well, it's it's kind of fun because um, over here in the UK, the the way we spell center is the way we spell the beginning of entrepreneur. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't actually have um, the centerpreneur word. It's, it's a made-up word. What I mean is that if you're an entrepreneur or you're a leader in corporate or in a business, it, it really helps if you can just center yourself first, even in the midst of chaos, I should say especially in the midst of chaos, because that's what your team or your stakeholders are um, wanting from you. That's what they need from you. That you know, everybody's running around like headless chickens. They need mm. somebody to be, you know, the vo- the voice of wisdom, the the you know, the person who is actually centered and grounded. And that is worth a lot more than people think. That mm. that's you know, I. I have, I'm high energy. If you well, you know, you've met me, and hopefully the listeners can tell. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, but I can be centered as well. And I can, and it does, It you know, the two are not mutually exclusive. So I take a decent amount of time in the book. Thank you for bringing that up. I talk about how to center yourself for yourself, but also for people around you. If you want to be a thought leader and a thoughtful leader, the way to do it is to inspire confidence. So what we talk about is the fact that uh, confidence can be seen and felt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can fake it till you make it to a certain extent, yeah. but you really have to develop that confidence, real confidence for yourself. And we have strategies to do that as well, as you might imagine. Mm-hmm. And the reason why somebody in a position of leadership should con- should consider doing this is because they're going to get a better result. They're going to get, you know, a more engaged team, a more fulfilled and, and happy team, um, stakeholders who really feel supported and guided and you will be doing your job as a leader. Whereas imagine if everybody can see the chaos going on inside of you. You're not doing yourself or anyone else any favors. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. really where we're going well, with that. I, I, well, I, I think that is that is great information because um, we're running out of time now. <laughs> and, um, oh, I know, we could go on forever here. No, I think that's a great way to end. Um, but I'll give you just you have one sentence to say to the listeners out there about thought leadership. What would that one sentence be? 
you do have something to say, and please consider taking the time to craft that thing in such a way that it really adds value to other people's lives. So you do have something to say, but don't just blah, 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 like most people. Take the time and craft it so that it adds real value to people and solves a real problem, which is what we were talking about right at the beginning. Right. So I think that's a great way to end the show, Mindy, and I'd like to thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. And for our listeners, we've been speaking with Mindy Gibbons-Klein. She's a multi-award-winning international speaker, author, and thought leadership strategist. Her flagship book, 24 Karat Bold, outlines the four attributes found in true thought leaders. And her latest book, The Thoughtful Leader, takes thought leadership to a new level. And I recommend both books, and they're both on Amazon. And Mindy can be reached at www.mindygk.com, on Facebook under Mindy.GibbonsKlein, on Twitter under at MindyGK and Book Midwife, and also on LinkedIn under Mindy Gibbons-Klein, and also on YouTube, you can see her under Mindy Gibbons-Klein. And I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. You've been listening to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's business channel. Leadership Beyond Borders is a program sponsored by Global Business Therapy and the Women's Leadership Academy 2020. We do executive coaching for women. We provide leadership training, systemic team coaching certification, motivational speaking, and more. If you'd like to contact me, your host, Kimberly Lewis, please send me a mail at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail. Visit my website at leadershipbeyondborders.net. You can also like us on Facebook under Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm also under Facebook under Kimberly Lewis and on Twitter under Kimberly Lewis. Tune in to us each week, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific time, and Lotus on iTunes and Google Play. And with that, welcome to the new year. Welcome to 2019. And Mindy, once again, thank you so much for taking the time. And for our listeners, we'll tune in next week. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.